When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, great. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. Uh, with me, uh, with me is uh, founder member, founder member of uh, Stop Hammer Time. It's uh, Pete Ward. Good evening. The John Cale of Stop Hammer Time. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Thank you for yeah, that. John yeah, Cale really of like Stop Hammer yeah. Time. Big fan of John Cale. Also joining us, uh, you all know him from his books An Irrational Hatred of Luton, West Ham Till I Die, and The Legacy of Barry Green. It's Rob Banks. Good evening. And also a wonderful archivist of the West Ham video yes. collection, which we were talking about earlier and which yeah. we, we should mention again. Uh, also joining us this week is a, uh, one of our favourite guests. It is uh, the sports <laughs> journalist's sports journalist, the, the English Norman Mailer, I call him. <laughs> Well, now, the wisdom, yeah. <laughs> now the normal wisdom. He's also uh, he's now become in 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 his relatively advanced years an internet <laughs> sensation, Jim. It's it, it, a bit of it's, YouTubing. It's Jim Monroe who's now an internet sensation. You're 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 a dark horse. It's you're bit, suddenly an internet it's sensation. It's been my lad, but it's bad lad dad is the channel just to give it a plug. Yes, it's, it's bad lad dad playing sporting games and. Having a bit of a laugh, really, and you, it's, it's father and son playing yes. sport, playing gaming, gaming, and yes. talking about the games. Yes. it's a, it's a, uh, that's quite a lot it's of that. It's a lot of nonsense, yeah. but um, a lot of people seem to want to watch it. Yeah, so. yeah. Which uh, is, uh, which is fantastic. Yeah, 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 amazing. And you've been taking your son to the games this season, which Indeed. we've all, which yes. we've all come to. Because, uh, <laughs> he was the chief um, troublemaker on Saturday. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he is the bad lad. Yeah. He is the bad You are the dad of the bad lad. Indeed. Uh, and bad uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Watford game. And it's, it's, it's on and off the pitch stuff we're going to be discussing uh, during the course of this podcast and uh, looking forward to the next couple of games uh, uh, first of all I should say this to you and I will uh, I'm going to say it I'm saying it now are you ready it's, well I'm not I'm going to say it I'm saying it now FanDuel FanDuel uh, this show is brought to you by association with FanDuel uh, FanDuel is a one day fantasy football 
One day, fantasy football, you select a team of Premier League players for a single round of fixtures. So you're not locked in for a whole season. You can play, watch, and you can win money if you're good enough. Jim Grant, my regular co-presenter of this, this show, who is um, he has an exclusion order and cannot be here today. Uh, his drinking has just spiralled out of control. It's uh, tragic. He won 10 quid first weekend. Uh, so you can play watch and win money uh, in one day. So you, you you choose your contest. You can play for free or you can put your own money on the line for bigger payouts. Five quid. It's five quid in. Then top price, £750. But there's seven and a half grand going to the top 400 people. So you could win, that's probably about 15, 18 quid. Wow. So Jim, with no pledge at all, won a tenner doing it seems like something worth doing Beer money. Uh, and it's a very sort of short commitment just one day so you pick your dream team you pick your team you've got a hundred million to spend on footballers so you can buy Paul Pogba <laughs> and one other player uh, and um, so there's no subs there's no captains there's just 11 shirts uh, to fill and you have to find the perfect formation so you splash out on your dead certs and then maybe you hunt out the little hidden gems um so FanDuel is designed by football fans and it's powered by OptaStats. Uh, so FanDuel's scoring reflects a player's true performance, whatever their position. So it's not more it's not so much about goals, assists and clean sheets. It's about every single pass, interception, every tackle. So uh, they've all got big implications. So it's a, so it's a it's a skilled it's a skilled um, assessment of a footballer's talents that you're using. If you sign up with the promo code Hammers, should be easy to remember. Hammers. Hammers. Yeah, was that one M? Uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a J because it's a Spanish word. Yeah. Uh, J X J X J uh, E with an acute over it. Yeah. Which way? Four M's. Four M's. Four M's. And then uh, silent silent Q. Silent Q. No, it's hammers. It's the word hammers. I should say that. I should say that. You know. Um, probably, probably, <laughs> probably. So if you're, the promo code is Hammers, and then FanDuel will return your entry fee if you do this. So there's a there's a place to put the promo code in. Uh, return your entry fee as free credit if you don't win cash on your first contest, up to a tenner. So you should do it. FanDuel.co.uk. Enter the promo code Hammers in the promo code field, uh, and and that's your sign up, and you bag the offer there. Um, and that's uh, that, that's it. Available in the UK only. For those over 18, please play responsibly. Terms apply. Your home may be repossessed. <laughs> you yeah, that's right. So, um, yes. So, we played Watford at the weekend. And uh, we, uh, we well, were For all, half an hour, we played we, Yes, yeah, we did. It was a good... What a great... What 40 a great, minutes. <laughs> what a great 35 minutes of football that was. We, we played them and then we decided to not take part in the game anymore. Or uh, maybe just hand it on a plate. Just hand it to them on a mm. plate. Uh, we played very well, didn't we? Yeah, for we the first, uh, you know, we came out uh, and, and we were going and going. This is because I think we, you know, we were of the uh, of the opinion that really, in a sense, the season started there because of the players that came yeah. back after the international break. It felt the teams that turned out against NK Donzali and Juventus and mm. the Bournemouth game. You're going. This is not a. This is not going to be a. Team well, the front won. six was the front six you would have wanted to pick. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's the first team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strange. I, I turned to Phil Pitt, who I watch the games with now, and uh, uh, I said to him, "This is this is pretty much, apart from maybe Cresswell at left back, yeah. it's mm. pretty much our mm. first choice yeah. Yeah. eleven. And at that point, it was about forty minutes in, uh, and I said, "Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll go and get a beer, shall I?" Half oh, time. you did, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 
got to the top of the stairs, just looking at, over the crest of the stairs at the big screen and see the first one go in for Watford. Yep. And then while I'm in the queue for the beers, the second one went in. Then I had to go and collect my tickets from Matt Liston, who was in block 247. By the time I got back from that, third goal had gone in. Oh, good so, grief. Um, I, I, I have to Don't collect anything. I no, have no. to, I have to uh, sort of take part responsibility. Well, I think you should take full responsibility. For well, that. that's, that possibly, feel... that's possibly why the, the people that run the stadium are going, please stay in your seats. <laughs> 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 please stay in your seats because the other opposition will score goals if, maybe you, it is. if you leave yeah. your seats. Um, yes, it was a tragic collapse, wasn't it? It a was. Tragic, uh, um, we've done it before, haven't we? Uh, we've, uh, numerous yeah, numerous. You, I mean, you said we obviously, 4-2 to Watford once before. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, a long yeah. time ago, but I remember John Barnes destroying us 4-2 at Upton Park. Yeah, Back yeah. 83, 84-ish. Uh, would have yes. been the, the, the Swindlehurst and Cotty era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Really, so it was that second Barnes. goal was the uh, pivotal point of the game because we, I think if we had gone in at 2-1 at half-time, we probably would have had uh, the still had the advantage yeah. of the press yeah, yeah. and their heads wouldn't have dropped but they dropped after that second goal was such a calamity I, I'm still yeah. not quite sure see. what James Collins was doing because actually I blame the goalie at, at the time I think it was well at the time it, 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 it went yeah. to head it but when you watch the replay it kind of bounced on his head he didn't yeah. even actually no. head. yeah but I, it's I down to the keeper that situation of, well Adrian just uh, Adrian sorry yeah. uh, he just didn't look as if he was warmed up for the game at all I mean I, I actually think if you look at Capoue's goal, which was the third goal, which was the volley in the far corner, he scored an identical goal against Chelsea, put it in the same spot. The goalkeeper, you just watch previous matches and see what the opposition players are doing. The fourth goal just went through his hands. Dead, dead. Mm. Um, he, he really, I think, whether that then rubbed off on the defenders and they were becoming a bit nervous because they could see something wasn't perhaps quite right with him, but obviously his worst game in a West Ham show yeah without a doubt and he, yeah. he was at fault with both those their first goal he was definitely at fault with it because that's a goalkeeper's ball he was coming mm. for it and he should have been screaming that's mine mm. um, yeah and not I, Collins yeah. Uh, not, not on I thought replays. what Collins did with it was indecisive though was, was, yeah but he was didn't know what strange. was he was he yeah was but still don't do that with it of all yeah. your choices is don't don't I just I guess Sunday league that would have been booted yeah, three yeah, pitches down yeah. the yeah. park wouldn't it I mean if, exactly. if you don't get a shout from your goalkeeper kick it into the stand yeah. I thought I, th I thought Collins had a poor game mm. as well I agree I think and I, Byram um, yeah. Did, didn't put a tackle in I would say he doesn't look like a first choice player to me I'm afraid I agree with you you would say yeah. the first, you know, the first yeah. two changes possibly for the next game are going to be Byram and uh, and Collins, Ogbonna and and Arbeloa. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Possibly, or possibly even Adrian punished for that game. Well. You know. Well, I mean, maybe Slavin will be, see the opportunity to play. Try uh, Antonio at right back. <laughs> well, try him at centre half. There. Might be the way to go. He ended up yeah. at right back. Yes, he did. did. Yes, good, he did. good header of the ball that Antonio yeah, playing yeah. at centre half. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. No. I mean, it. it <clears throat> you know. There'll have to be a kind of moratorium on talking about how uh, annoying it is that they sold uh, Tompkins, but uh, mm. I think that that felt, you know, that felt like another yeah. situation where, um, I'm not. I mean, that's. I don't think that's a strong pairing of the, you know, the the, the central defenders we have. Is is mm. Reed is an immensely patchy player, and yeah. uh, uh, he has f some fantastic spells, but you know. It feels like there's a uh, there's a hangover from those kind of transfer negotiations that because it was such a sort of it felt like such a kind of, we had to work so hard to keep him mm -hmm. that now he's kind of first on the team sheet in the sort of central defence. But mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not sure. I think uh, 
Ogbonna Tompkins was probably our best central defensive pair last season. But I think, you know, Billich just didn't fancy Tompkins, felt that there was felt that one of these other guys would come through. But, you know, you need four good central defenders. And I, I think it was insane to kind of mm. cash in on a 27-year-old central defender that somebody has offered you £10 million for. That's where the alarm bells should be yeah. ringing, going, maybe yeah. we should keep this guy because... It'll give us the ten million pounds in order to buy a player, and what we'll probably need is a kind of central defender I know, at some point. But yeah. the, the rationale was obviously they were going to uh, start to bring Burke and uh, yeah, Oxford guy. through, and, yeah. and that's to keep them, you know, happy. But I mean, yeah. Burke's gone straight. Do we know if Burke has got a record in his contract? Because some of these season-long loans. Well, you'd hope well, he has. Well, the one that worked really hard. I think hard, he's a good player. The one that worked really hard to keep it is Oxford. Yeah, and uh, who's, who's not getting a kick? Yeah. Who's no. not getting a kick? So was he, he even on the bench on Saturday? Yeah, I was, think he yeah. was on the bench. Yeah, he might start getting a game soon because yeah. there's so many players letting him down. But I mean, no, but the defensive but, area. I think central defender is a position where you sort of don't throw people in. You know, you don't chuck them in like that. I mean, you know, there it's a position where a bit like goalkeeper, they don't really sort of mature till. Mm. So oh, you're forgetting the days of Rio Ferdinand and Slavin Bilic playing together at the back. Yeah, and Bilic brought Ferdinand on, if you like, he coached him. Yeah, in the first season he played. I saw, he Rio, sort of I saw Rio today. Oh, did you? Oh, working at Barclays at the moment, he was in on some charity event. Right. Oh. right. Didn't, didn't get to speak to him, but. Sorry, just thought I'd throw that in. He's not working at Barclays. He's not working at no, Barclays, no. No, no. Not cleaning the toilets, yeah, yeah. no. No. Um, you see, Old Bonner tweeted the results. Yes, uh, yes. At the end of the game, uh, with no comment. No, but it, it feels like, I mean, it. You know, if 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 he is in some way sort of feeling kind of slightly alienated in this whole setup, we sold one, alienated. Uh, you know, sort of yeah. there's sort of dissatisfaction with another one. There's the thing with Antonio, some you know rumor training ground bust up. It's like it doesn't take he, much to get a, a a player feeling alienated these days. No, though, no, 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 no. I mean, no, for goodness no. sake, I'm he's, not. He's missed you know, a few games. this is not the beginning of a kind of Billich out rant, mm. but it is a it is it is sort of unwise to to. Perhaps let these you know. Stack up. Yeah, let mm. these things stack up. It's yeah. like um, Obiang sort mm. of never seems to really do anything wrong. It, it seemed that possibly on Saturday, someone to kind of screen the back four yeah, might have helped that performance. Mm. He really likes this Nordvite guy <laughs> who he bought when he had a guy at the club, Obiang, uh, that seemed to be Better. quite good at that sort yeah. of job and much more confident you know, and uh, competent mm. and and doesn't lose the ball. Whereas I think Nordvite's got a long way to go yet to be look look convincing yeah. in that position. I, I think Obiang's way more. You know, I think, I, I mean, I think Slaven, you know, does have a little bit of that wanting to bring his own men into yeah. into this team. So he just sort of doesn't fancy Obiang that much. And he's got kind of Torian, uh, uh, Faguli in, and, you know, they're his guys and stuff. Similarly with Ogbonna, he, he seems not to, you know, I don't know what's going on there, whether there was a knock or something, because I think he was... You know, for me, when we had four central defenders last season, he was definitely one of the two mm. best. He was definitely one of the two best central defenders we had. And the other one for me would have probably been Tompkins. The read is very frustrating. Sometimes he's amazing. But, uh, yeah. But, um, I mean, what do we what do we think there would be? You know, yeah, do we think there would be changes for the next game? Those two seem quite obvious ones. I, I don't think there'd be a lot of choice, really. I think no. he's going to have to... Um, at least make cha- well, maybe not a right back. <clears throat> Byram's had 
he's done all right in yeah. in the in the few games leading up to Saturday. Um, I think he was left a little bit exposed at times on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, he but was I think for that first goal, Collins and Adrian have both. Uh, it 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 depends on your point of view. I mean, a lot of people will say keep the same team, keep faith. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think Collins is naturally the first choice. No, absolutely, no. is he? Also so look at what your options are. I mean, with I mean, Arbelo has not had a pre-season as such. And no. he's been out of uh, out of contract, hasn't he? So mm. how close he is to actually playing first team football, I'm not sure. No, no. Um, You've got to look at who. Obviously, you mentioned uh, um, who you thought should have been playing in defence. Perhaps one of the star men from last season in defence. But um, Colin, I don't know whether Collins has got some sort of follow up from the European Championships because don't forget he was away with Wales. Mm. He wasn't actually playing. Mm. He wasn't getting mm. the team. played in the so, last game. Yeah, last ten mm. minutes. So maybe maybe could have given him an extra couple of weeks holiday and let him get his head straight I don't know but they're, but they're both stoppers aren't they Reed and Collins are kind of stoppers and, and you know so just someone who can kind of run the ball out of defence yeah, it's just going to yeah. sort of buy you a bit more time and, and Reed was getting called out of position as well on yeah, Saturday yeah, but they it wasn't were. just uh, yeah. Collins so I did the whole defence I don't think there was any really redeeming features from apart from Arthur mm. Arthur's great isn't he yeah he's alright isn't he yeah. bombing forward uh, yeah. yeah, I like Arthur. Yeah, he's a very good player, isn't he? He's very he's, good, skillful. He's, yeah. he's like a midfielder. I mean, his pa- his range of passing is excellent. Um, his ball control is great. It was he played the ball to Pyatt, wasn't it? Out in the wing. Yeah, yeah that's Pyatt. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's uh, he's good. He's not. He doesn't hug the touchline as much as Cresswell did. He's not. He doesn't feel like a traditional left back. He feels mm. like a sort of. Converted midfielder or mm. something, he's, or an old-fashioned left back, someone who plays fullback and doesn't. A converted <coughs> midfielder, but like Antonio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, even Antonio sort of is quite direct and hugs the touchline. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, old-fashioned. You know, Winterburn used to kind of bomb forward, yeah. but often it was kind of overlapping with your winger. Yeah. Um, Arthur kind of comes inside mm. quite a lot and joins in the midfield build-up play, and I think mm. that might be, you know, that might cause us to be caught out every now and again. Mm. But I mean, I like him; he's a good player, and and, and I mean, you know, if if you good if you want to be an attacking unit, yeah. you you know, you want people that can keep the ball and pass. Nice good signing though to get a, pro- and a a backup left back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't I mean, had two choices at left and back and right back for two way. But long. arguably, we don't now. It's a very serious injury Cresswell's got, and I mean, I don't know how long mm. he's away. At mm. the moment, we have one left back, and mm. that's uh, uh, Masuaka. Um, Antonio can play left back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adrian Randolph. <laughs> Randolph's not doing much. Oh, he might play on Saturday, Randolph. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, should we? You know, Jim uh, Grant was, uh, you know, a lot. Four, we played four games, so I don't think we can really hit the panic button yet. But, yeah. I mean, we are now one place above the relegation zone. And, mm-hmm. you know, the when you're not winning games, it's it's easy to continue not winning games. And, you know, getting out of, sort of getting kind of cut adrift slightly is something that kind of happens very early yeah. on to teams. Villa, mm-hmm. Villa last year I, just It is that adrift. thing. We started off absolutely on fire didn't we with that win at Arsenal last season and that you could see the confidence because we had a pretty ropey pre-season but then mm. that Arsenal result just 
sort of blew mm. everything else away. It did, but then the second two games were disasters. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolute the, the disasters. Home, yeah, yeah. A lot of people on Saturday saying this just felt like Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we've had Man City and Chelsea away in those Yes, yes, yes. We've got West Brom coming up. We've got Southampton's yeah. coming up. There's Crystal Palace. There's Sunderland. Sunderland. You know, the, the, okay, if we're yeah. talking in four or five matches time after today and we've only won one out of four or mm-hmm. five... I'll maybe start being a bit worried. Yeah, me yeah. too. You know, let's. He's got the players to fix that central defence. I think Og yeah. Bonner will, you know, come in and could come in and just sort of do a better job than must, either of those two basically. guys. If we, yeah. if they can get them to play like the way they play for the first forty minutes, for sixty to seventy minutes, we'll win matches. Yeah, because mm. we will, we will be three or four ahead. Don't forget, we've scored in every game this season. Yeah, and that's a really yeah. good. That's a positive thing. You know, teams like Crystal Palace, yeah. struggling to get going, can't haven't been able to score. Mm. A lot of teams already have had disastrous 4-1 defeats. Leicester, mm. yeah. uh, Liverpool lost a heavily a game. Chelsea, Arsenal lost the first game 4-3. I mean, it's not unusual to, no. to use games. You know, and everybody, Man United fans are tearing their hair out because they had a, an embarrassing defeat by City at home. Yeah. It's, a pre- it's the way of the Premier League now is that you're going to get some pretty spectacular results I, quite frequently, which I think has made yeah. it a much more even and exciting league over the last certainly last season and this yeah. one so I don't think there's any reason to start panicking I think we've got a big we'll talk about it a bit later we've got a big uh, integration at the new stadium and a lot of issues <laughs> stemming from playing there yeah. it's going to take us and it might take us all season to fully adjust as fans and as players playing there yeah. To, yeah. to turn that into an advantage and uh, we've got you know like you said <coughs> those six players uh, Lanzini, Paye, Antonio, Zaza, Noble, and Coyote—they are the first names yeah. you would put mm. down. And, so and the full strength team. Half an hour, yeah. we, that was the best football we played all season. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So yeah. you know, of that first half an hour, you're like, everything's right with the world. Again. However, there was an issue. Uh, Jim, Jim uh, Grant again, sort of sort of felt very strongly that that it was an issue last season. I sort of argue that, uh, argue possibly against that, and has continued this season that no screening player in front of the back four. Mm. And I was sort of, sort of wondering, you know, a few years ago people started going Makalele, Makalele, and before Makalele mm. there was didn't I'm not sure there was a Makalele, and now every, people are talking about a Makalele type player, and you're going, well, do you mean Makalele? Mm. I'm not sure that there's much of a tradition of a kind of screening. Yeah. Defender in front of the back four, and it, it's like do, you mm. know, lots of teams don't necessarily have one. No. You know, Stoke very obviously did have one because Inzonzi did that. Yeah. Makaleli for Chelsea, but that's like must be like a decade ago. They now, used to be called did sweepers, didn't they? And yeah, they played they, just yes. behind, behind the, the defense, behind the defense yeah. instead of just in front. That's right, and it, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, if your if your back four is sort of you know solid and good, do you do you really need someone in that kind of dedicated role? We absolutely did on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. we I, I, I'd argue Saturday, that you do. You do need one of those midfield players to be more defensive minded, yeah. to sweep up, to put tackles in. And Chelsea have got it now with Kante. Kante yeah. Kante, Does that yeah, job? Yeah. He just wins the ball that's yeah. what he does and then lays it off Matic and he, and he, used to do that as well yeah but Kante is fantastic watching yes. him against Swansea that's all he was doing yeah. was just winning the ball yeah, yeah. tackling tackle 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 yeah. tidy up give it to well, isn't he? yeah so. yeah. but that role is to tidy up give it to Paye or give yeah. it to Lanzini that's all you need yeah. to do or give it to Noble Yeah. and I think you do and I think Coyote and Noble they're with, not that with, well they're okay if they've got a screening player behind them but because we had uh, Antonio Paia and Lanzini in front of them you didn't really need no. Noble and Corriotto no, no, so yeah. the, he, that was a 
yes, that was a bad that, decision, that, yes, really. It, it went against us because well, we didn't yeah. deal it's, with it. Yeah. Half-time substitution, if you were really brave as a manager, would be to hook Noble and put on Obiang. Well, he and did do that, but not at half-time. No, a bit but, later on. but exactly. And, and then, it was the obvious thing to do. Yeah. To, to get two people up front, he went to a diamond. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the most astute tactician, but I, I called that as the change. Yeah. I went, you've got to get a, you know, another player up yeah. front and now because we, we've got to score. Uh, you can go to a diamond, I think. Uh, and hooking Noble and bringing Caleri on was the that like, seemed like I, the change I bought Fletcher on myself yes, me too. yes yeah. me too I yeah. mean, he, he, he can create things as well as yeah. actually get onto things and Caleri obviously seems to need a bit of time to warm up still at the well, moment there was, mm. uh, there, uh, he does remind me of dear old Steve Jones <laughs> cast yes. your mind back yeah. he looks a bit like and I think he is a player who's been promoted up six leagues because mm. he was playing in the Uruguayan second tier mm. straight into the Premier League and I mean he's yeah. rough and ready and He's got a lot of energy, but I don't think he's got much no, control. He, he can get and, into positions. You can obviously see yeah. what he should be doing, but then he can't give the end product. He, yeah. if, maybe if he scores a goal, it'll change yeah. his... Yeah. He hit the post with that offside header. He was, he? Uh, he was playing in Uruguayan second division, but he was also on loan at Sao Paulo, and I think, was he not top scorer in the Libertadores last season? Which is was he really? Yeah, maybe that's why yeah, he bought yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is the reputation that yeah, he comes right. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he hasn't shown any of that so far. Yeah. No, a couple of people were. Yeah. Uh, I think Dom Delaney. There's a sort of um, there's some sort of website that's got videos of players. It's like a kind of scout. It's called like mm. Scout Zone or something. And you know, it's one of those things that. Uh, you know, Marco Buga's on the VHS that Harry Redknapp watched. <laughs> yeah. He looked like Pele, <laughs> and uh, I think uh, Caleri. You know, Caleri's kind of showreel. His greatest hits make him look terrific. Yeah. But uh, but you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you want you've got IU and Sacco coming back, and mm. uh, uh, and, and obviously um, we've got Fletcher as well. You'd hope that goals are going to kind of come from somewhere, you know, yeah. along the way. And but I mean, God, Carroll's only a couple of weeks away. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I mean, Carroll, that Carroll could be involved at the weekend. Yeah, that well. would have been a that would have been a, a terrific change with sort of twenty minutes to go on yeah. Saturday. I think you know when we were chasing the game, that would have been a yeah. a good change to make. You yeah, know? I think they might have to push him. Because then you know they can you, afford him to get injured straight away anyway. Now, because because <laughs> then if you had bought uh, Torre on, who sort of I thought did the right thing when he came on, he just tried to run at them as much as he could and cause them as much trouble as they they could. Torre is not a bad crosser, so actually, sort of if you were chasing the game, Carroll on and uh, Torre on as well would probably be mm. quite a good. I think Faguli puts a sort of decent cross in as well, so mm. you've got that sort of option off, off the bench yeah. but that is you know that is an issue I mean maybe one of these like like Nortvite or um, or Obiang maybe he's got to start thinking about whether Kuyate and Noble play together mm. and one of them is his captain and one of them you know is a bloody good player mm. Kuyate's and sort of dropping dropping one of those guys is, is going to be quite a sort of brave call but mm. uh but but well, that might be the way to. You've I think Noble's had a really poor start to the season. I'm not <coughs> seeing him play particularly well in any game, and it was it was his form tailed off a bit towards the end of last season. Yeah, you know, though he had that fantastic stretch in the I, middle. I didn't and see I think, him doing much encouragement on Saturday. No. When, when the goals were going in, you want to see your captain, you know, stepping up and just giving it the come on, what yeah. are you doing? And uh, their heads he, he really went down. Conspicuous by mm. his absence, yeah, their heads really. really went down. Yes, interesting. Um, 
The other thing to talk about on uh, Saturday, of course, was the uh, was was things happening off the pitch in the ground, and mm. uh, uh, I think most of us who have season tickets uh, received a letter on. Well, mine turned up on Saturday morning from the club, and. Uh, um, uh, for those of you that aren't season ticket holders or maybe just members or, or are abroad and didn't go to the game uh, this was the letter that arrived for me um, from one of the chairmen uh, <clears throat> I'll, try and, I'll try and do the voice bit uh, uh, Dear Philip David Sullivan here As you may be aware the opening games at the London Stadium have seen crowd trouble among a small minority of fans Now myself and David Gold God rest his soul wherever he is probably at home. We are football fans, first and foremost, just like you. We've lain in wait for an opposing supporter, bundled him into the boot of a car, driven it to Canvey Marshes in the dead of night and set fire to it, dancing around the blazing fire and singing songs in a strange made-up language. We understand football fans. But this is about persistent standing. Now, myself and David Gold are people who stand up, first and foremost. We love standing up. If David Gold were alive today, which he is, I'm sure he would be standing stiffly to attention, though there would be no need. For thou should knowest, Philip, that there is no need to stand on ceremony with me. I am not Stalin. I just dress like Stalin. Sit down and make yourself at home, I'd say, if you were here, which you're not, because I live in a secure compound a mile beneath the surface of the earth near Greenford in Essex. But sitting down is the most natural thing in the world, as natural as birdsong, conkers or sex between well-paid nude adults. A beautiful story which I've told time and time again in the many films and books I've produced. Sitting is as old as time itself and immortalised by songs like Sit Down by James something or other and Sitting on the Dock of the Bay which I wrote for Mr Otis Redding whom is a black man. I am able to stand for hours on end because I have had built for me a mechanised exoskeleton like Sigourney Weaver <laughs> crimes into when she fights the alien queen in the film Aliens, which I parodied saucily in my film Analians. <laughs> we have been warned by the FA that the club will be punished severely if supporters continue to stand. This is unacceptable, so myself, David Gold and Dame Judy Karen Brady have begun plans for a radical overhaul of the London Stadium. Each seat will be fitted with an over-the-shoulder seat restraint like they have on roller coasters. <laughs> These will be activated at the beginning of the game and deactivated 20 minutes before the game is over to allow people to get up and leave when things go slightly against us. And that, Philip, is satire. These restraints will ensure that everyone remains in their seat but will have the added benefit that in the event of a nuclear strike the stadium can be flipped over on its axis without anyone falling to their deaths except the players. Anyway, sit down. Come on, you irons. Oh, that's his, uh, that's I got that letter. Mine, yeah. Did mine you get said, that letter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an interesting, interesting architectural decisions they're going to make because they're not spending a lot on the... Uh, on the ground, they got it very for a little money, yeah. so they could make a lot of adaptations. Yeah, they could. <coughs> I think the, um, the 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 thing that strikes me about the security of the stadium is I didn't you don't see a cop poli policeman anywhere. It was a f the first game I came out of Stratford, unfortunately, and there were a few police, but at the, at the tube station, and then you just don't see uh, another cop anywhere. So they're all stewards, mm. and Lee, we go now back home via Hackney Wick out the 
top end because mm, we're mm. nearer our seats and yeah. there wasn't even any stewards no mm. and I think we and there's a few big bars at Hackneywick near the um, yeah. canal which could accommodate several thousand West Ham fans mm-hmm. and on the Bournemouth game they did because they could they did weren't expecting uh, no. a load of fans to find them no no these hipsters uh, uh, craft beer microbreweries and we had yeah. a very nice afternoon and there's lots of room and there's lots yeah. of it's easy to get served and on Sun Saturday, Saturday they, they, they were trying to stop people get from going yeah, in. They yeah. were certainly stopping uh, anybody wearing colours from getting in. And then there was anybody, and we managed to squeeze in. We got, got in, in, yeah. But I think that is a recipe for trouble. So you've got a load of marauding blokes pissed off. The team's done badly. We just want a drink. Mm-hmm. Want, want a pint or two. They can't get a drink. That's there. So you've got a recipe for trouble there. All around that concourse is ripe for a massive fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and inside the stadium, the stewards are barely existent. You can hardly see. They're low in numbers. Um, they seem totally ineffective. And then they, they sort of like lame attempt to try and get people to s- sit down in the one standing area. It was pathetic. You know, We're in the upper shelf of the uh, of the kind of the corner between the uh, the Bobby Moore stand and the non cop type stand, and uh, we I I was not particularly aware of that much trouble. We saw the sort of opposite corner from us, yeah. so the corner between the Bobby uh, the Bobby Moore and the cop style stand, and there's been trouble there a few times. The stewards who patrol that bit can't seem to come down there a lot and try and yeah. stop people sitting down um but there was you guys saw it in different areas of the ground mm. didn't you what i, I you? was with my little lad in uh, block two, uh, 221 which is next to the away fans block um and you could see some west ham shirts at the back of it back right of the away end so they got in right yeah and yeah now whether that was uh they were all together whether how they managed to get the tickets there i don't know but you Whilst we were two 0 up, it was all good natured and everything was mm-hmm. fine. Of course, we go three two down, and you, you, it was inevitable what was going to happen. Um, now, in our particular bit, there was actually quite a good atmosphere. Everyone was mm. sat down. You're next to the away fans. You're singing. My lads having a good time. So everything was fine there, and we could take a bit of good natured banter as well. Um, but of course, yes, it did kick off at the back of the stand. And then, the more concern to me was when we came out onto the concourse afterwards. There's no holding back of the away fans. There's no one mm. doing any sort of segregation. So me and my mm. nine-year-old lad walked straight into a load of Watford fans. It was good-natured banter, mm. which mm. you want it to be when you've got a nine-year-old yeah. child mm. to protect with you. But I could see if that had been Tottenham or Chelsea or oh. someone else, yeah. it would have been yeah. a very different It's story. hopeless at the mm. moment. It's yeah. a really, really bad, bad situation. And, 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 and at the root of it is this whole contracting out yeah. thing. Because we don't own the ground. We don't employ the stewards anymore and there's mm. a, apparently there's a story that the old stewards from Upton Park aren't working for uh, whatever they're called the new company because new company yeah. they're paying less or, yeah. or whatever the deal's different or whatever the reasons are I don't know the, the actual reason so you, you and that's quite an advantage to have stewards who are there every week because they know the troublemakers yeah. and, mm. they, and mm. they keep an eye on them and, and they people, know how to talk people to people recognize, yeah, exactly yeah, people, know, there's, there's a bit of banter that goes on yeah. because you're seeing the same steward week in week yeah. out there's just yeah. a lot of young lads roaming around so, at the moment don't seem the to thing, know what they're doing the thing that hacks me off um, at the moment is that um I'm really not sure who to be angry with. Um, yeah. I can't yeah. direct my fury at any particular individual or any particular organisation. I think the board have sold us a, a pup in a, in a way. In that there were so many promises made about what the what the new stadium was going to be like, and I backed that move. I was in favour of the move because of what I thought it was going to be. And the reality of the situation is that we've put without too much thought 
all the people that were regulars at Upton Park in with 20,000 people that have probably never been to a football match yeah. before in their yeah. lives. Mm. And the expectation amongst the, um, the the different levels of expectation amongst those people is so different yeah. that it's only going to end in it's only going to have one outcome there's going to mm, be mm. there's going to be arguments there's going to be fights there's going to be uh, unrest and i don't think it's as simple as saying it will sort itself out in the end mm, because i don't right. think it will not not this season certainly and not mm. you know not over the next two or three years no that i think um I, I heard that brady got got some consultant in from arsenal from when they from when they moved yeah. to the Emirates, mm. yeah. but it doesn't sound like any any kind of anything was done. Right? They've, they've, they've taken any the notice. Of they, they did have a, a section of the ground where all the North Bank boys, yeah. and, you know, all yeah. the singing people went to. They they knew that was an area where yeah. it was yeah. likely you were going to get. Yeah. You can't say um, we're going to have a standing area because you can't have a standing area. No. But I think they said mm. there would be a singing area, didn't yeah, they? Which that's is, right. yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is a different thing, obviously. And and, <clears> and, 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 they, uh, and at the Arsenal, they do stand in that area. Yeah. They stand the whole game, and, and you know that you know at Upton Park that 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 did sort of shuffle itself out in the yeah. end. We you know the area I was in, we stood for ninety minutes of every match. Mm. You know, every single game stood up and and. It was fine. They stopped telling us to sit down after yeah. a couple of years, <laughs> and uh, it was sort of fine. And uh, I don't think anyone, you know, anyone in the middle of that group who went there all standing up was, you know, but had as much right really to complain that it's raining. You know, it's mm. like, well, yeah, you're yeah. in the area where people stand up. And I've got absolutely no problem with standing up to watch a game yeah. if everyone in front of me standing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm quite happy with that. But there are a lot of people that aren't. But and I a don't fair point you've yeah. made there, Rob, because as you say, there will be there's an awful lot of newcomers yeah. who've never been to football before, and this is their chance to go to football cheaply, mm. and they're expecting a nice seat and not to have a rough afternoon and not to have to tell someone in front of them to sit down and have their kids sit next to them and not have to worry about whether the kids can see or not because yeah. the people in front of them and mm. not get sworn at when they tell the person to yeah. sit, but, sit down. Well, this but, is, this by is, the same yeah. token, I think you raise a really good point and it was really evident on Saturday and Jim and I uh, shared this as well. So you've got uh, a, a whole family of kids with their dad sitting right next to us and obviously bought five season tickets at 100 quid each and he's mm. got himself one. They've all got the kit shirts on they've got the stadium shop bags they go and buy 10 gallons of popcorn each mm. <laughs> they're sitting there watching the football they don't make a noise mm. they go off at half time get some hot dogs come back sit down we, we're 4-2 down Watford score a disallowed goal they get up to leave and we say and then the goal's disallowed we said it's disallowed and they sat back they down. They sat back down yeah. again. And so, mm-hmm. and actually, what we realised, the people who weren't, so we've got 20 minutes to go, we're 4-2 down, bad situation. But you get behind your team. We would yeah, score yeah. one goal. I kept saying to Jim, we get one in the 88th minute and then we'll have two or three, five yeah. minutes of kind of drama with Adrian trying to hmm. score. Um, and it, that would have happened, more likely would have happened at Upton Park with a traditional fan set, yeah. cheering the team on, hmm. probably would have got one back. Well, yeah. you've got... And it, but... Two thirds of ground left, yeah. but you've you got, know, yeah. and that that really killed it for well, the players and everybody else. That so we're all those empty seats, and nearly every single one of those person who people who left early, I and mean, they'll be leaving twenty five minutes before the end, right? Yeah, were wearing West the new season shirts. That's funny. You know, it's just, yeah. it, and yeah. that is, and that is, a, that's a source of tension in the ground, and that's why yeah. it's going off between old traditional fans and new fans and yeah. and and then make these well, I don't, I don't see any cultures. I don't see any um abuse or uh, anything at, uh, held towards people that are leaving early 
um, the, the the problem I see is with is, no, but is with those the, are two. They're two extremes of bad behaviour. Yeah, they're yeah. two extremes of bad behaviour. One yeah. is one is one is you know fighting and arguing and swearing and sort of yeah. whatever that is and, yeah. and yeah. abusing the stewards. But the other is just being a shit football fan who yeah. goes yeah. Uh, you know like twenty five minutes of the match is left and they go oh fuck this we're losing we're Can not, we we're turn not over I'm going to go home yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like they're pointing a yeah they're pointing a remote control but that's the internet game. generation these yeah. days isn't it yeah, yeah. 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 and the newcomers have haven't got the attention span right. to that's what I was saying about my lad earlier when. Swansea at home penultimate game of last season and we're losing 4-1 and he loved it because we were up in that east stand right by the away fans he's having to stand on his chair to see and we're singing and he can hear all the words and he's joining in and everything yeah. that's your football fan yeah. mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. as you've just described the the, the big box of popcorn and the latest kit yeah. and, and wants to go after 25 minutes to go so they can get home there. Well it was interesting wasn't it because because head because the heads went down in the team you mm-hmm. know uh, after the second goal went down you know there's there's some there's some sort of possibly you know s- sort of fragile egos out there Pie can really mm. disappear in a game of football you mm. know he really can and and uh uh, because on you know it was like a kind of two camps in the team. The attacking side of it for the first half was really doing its job extremely well, and then the defensive side was kind of permanently letting it down all game. And it felt like the heads went down in the kind of attacking half of our yeah. team. And something that you know I've been to every home game this season, and uh, 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 MK Domzali and Juventus, I, I thought, and I think I've said on the podcast. We have to play enterprisingly because if this mm. stadium goes mm. quiet, mm. it goes super quiet. Mm. The you know the 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 acoustic design of the stadium, you know, mm. it's much bigger. But if it goes quiet, you can hear the players shouting. Mm. You can yeah. hear the players shouting at each other. <laughs> it's a dense quietness that's yes. that's kind of yeah. kept in by the bowl-like structure of the ground. And and um, you've got to play enterprising football. But but then you know what 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 annoys me about the kind of legacy of what perhaps the press and Sam propagated as West Ham fans is West Ham fans behavior was that we want stepovers and flicks and we want to be in the Champions mm. League mm. we don't we just want kind of enterprising attractive football and I think mm. Bilic does bring that yeah. you know I that when he went 3-5-2 at City that sort of really pissed me off because it was a slightly Aladician yeah. sort of tactic mm. which fell on its ass. Yeah. I mean, well, we conceded two goals in the first few minutes with three central defenders. Mm. It's like more central defenders doesn't stop goals being sold against you. But you know, he responded straight away and went to two at the back. The wrong two, but uh, <laughs> but, um, but you know, uh, and and we played some fantastic football on Saturday. But um, so that maybe is, that, the two Rabonas is one <laughs> Rabona too many for yeah. my liking. You wonder if there's I a bet know. going on in the dressing room. Yeah, there, something's yeah. happening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously, Paye's one was. B- well, more the second one was the better one. So executed because the, the right goal, order. But yeah. yeah, I wonder if there's mm. a bit too much showboating. You know, well, it motivated to, yeah. the Watford team, didn't it? it did. That's yeah, but that was the first game when. But that's the first game where they played together this season. So I mean, you know, they're entitled to, and you know, one of them produced a goal. So it's like you know. I think um, I think we want them to, you know, if they sort of enjoy doing that and they score goals from doing it. I have to say, you know, with more path you think about Saturday's game and it's that uh, Pyatt cross. Mm, mm. You, you, you are left with a nice warm feeling. It reminds you of like going to see West Ham when De Canyon was playing. Mm. Great move, just something. generally. It's such a shame that it came in a game that ended in defeat and it won't yeah. be remembered. Yeah. No. Yeah. Probably won't be remembered uh, as fondly as. But it was a great was. team goal. Musuaku's. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Noble sort of chased a lost calls yeah, early on in that move. Got it to Musuaka. Musuaka's uh, cross was excellent. Mm. Then Paye's control and run was great. And. 
Antonio hitting the far post. He just switched yeah. wings at that point, hadn't he, Payet? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I remember yeah. noticing that he was, oh, he's out on the far side now. And, yes, um, yeah, and yeah. At that point, he put the cross in. Yes. But the... Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it's uh, the 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 stuff in the following day. As you say, we lost the game, so that goal won't really be remembered. But also, the papers had a lot mm. of kind of stuff about the trouble that day. And I, yeah, mm. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what the way through is. I mean, I, y- you know, on social media, on the Facebook page, I, I, you know, I had a kind of a little spat today with someone, sort of basically, you know, saying, surely you can understand why people want to stand up and watch the game it's not a question of uh, well them's the rules it yeah. must just be idiots who don't this is our this is our arrangement we have with the stadium <clears throat> you have to sit down sit down you kind of go well you know apartheid was the rules <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know t-tip is the rules it's like it doesn't mean they're right yeah but it phil doesn't... it's about it's about respecting the person that sits behind you as well isn't it and yes and, and, yes. and just <clears throat> and i and i realize that the rules are ridiculous and and you know they're not it, it doesn't please everybody but until they get something sorted so that we can stand where you know people can stand where they want to if someone taps you on the shoulder and says excuse me i can't see hmm. it's only polite to make the effort to even tap the person in front of you in front of them and say look can, mm. can, sure. can you sit down because we are in a situation where we've got we've got people in the stadium that want to that want to sit down mm. and um you know right yeah. like i say i haven't got a problem with standing up but there are an awful lot of problems that uh, people that have and it is only going to cause friction and tension mm. and right now the atmosphere in that corner i tell you what i mean there are a lot of people on facebook this weekend saying i'm not going back till it's sorted mm. and i'm i'm getting towards that point because it's not pleasant yeah it's really not pleasant yeah. Yeah, you see, we don't, we, we didn't see it where we are. We're too, uh, we're too. I, 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 I don't know what the answer I mean, is. I mean, it's watching watching groups of stewards go in there, try, saying to people, sit down, and, and five hundred people or a thousand people are in the block, just ignoring them. Yeah, they've mm. got no control. Well, what, what can you do? What can you? Well, do? the police might have a different effect mm. in the stadium if the police come in and go, "You have to sit down, or we're going to eject all of you." They can't do that though, can they? They can't physically. For a thousand fans. No. Out. But they, but they conf- police have so much more authority than those stewards do because the stewards I, really I agree. are. I think people will take more notice. But but you you know you've got um, maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty guys in their mid twenties, late twenties that are all beard up. Are they going to take any more notice of a policeman than they will of a steward? Um, if yeah, the would. crowd mentality kicks in by that point. But I mean, you know, I think there's a broad, you know, there's a broader problem of atmosphere which you have mm-hmm. to you know address. I mean, some of the, some of those guys, I, you know, I, I don't know what's happening in those blocks, but 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 you know, I think there's there's there are different reasons. There are guys that are beard up and they're just being shitheads, going, mm. uh, "Don't tell me to sit down. I'll stand up if I want to." Mm. There are people that are you know, it, it's almost a political thing. They are sort of militant, going, "I want I want to stand up. I want to encourage other people of my you know age and health bracket who have the." who have the wherewithal to remain on their feet for 90 minutes to stand up because that's what I think we should do. Otherwise, the atmosphere in football grounds will die. Mm. And, you know, the group that I've stood in for the last, you know, several years at Upton Park, I think that's their feeling. And that's a mixture of old, young, mm. children's adults. And they go, we stand up here. We stand up here. And, that, and, and because, you know, people have a sense of sort of, you know what it what it was like, and you know the, I was talking on Facebook to someone who was kind of going, "I just can't understand why I want someone would want to stand up for ninety minutes." And I was like, "Because 
when I first came, there were no chairs where I was. No, no, you, you stood up because you stood up. And I was like, you know, if you went to see the Ramones at CBGB's, you didn't go, I could really... You know, sitting down yeah, there. You know, you're five minutes into <laughs> the set, totally so good, they've played 23 songs. <laughs> and you're going, oh, well, I could really do with a sit down at this point. It's like, you know, well, you're yeah. not... This is just not a sitting down thing. And I mean, there were terraces... You know, at football yeah. grounds, and, I don't think anyone, anyone's, no one's arguing that they shouldn't be standing at football. No, you know, and and I'm all in favour. I think the club should be lobbying, and I've heard that there is going to be lobbying yeah. for for safe standing. But as, as things stand, it's still it's, well, it's banned by UEFA. That's it. UFA, it's still yeah. against the it's against the law at the moment, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the only way to to get a resolution will be to lobby the government for a change and all the time that the Tories are in probably uh, zero chance where are these 6,000 extra seats supposed to go to, the, for, to go from sixty thousand to sixty six, I can there's, see there's the, some can covered see, in blue. You can at the see back. the gaps in the in the tops. Some well, covered. I in that was just the three thousand that hadn't been yet been sold. You know, they can, the license to go from fifty seven to sixty looks mm. quite evident to me right at the back at the very top. But there's they've got an opportunity to go to sixty six thousand. I mm. wondered if it was another engineering trick or a set of, or a tier to put in somewhere. I don't know where six thousand another ten percent comes from. No. Don't know. No, don't know. Don't know. <laughs> New roof. <laughs> once, once it's been tipped upside down and everyone yeah, else yeah, has fallen right. out. Everyone's fallen yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, that would be it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we have. Um, who's our next game? West, South- West Brom. West, West Brom, Brom next Saturday, which I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I can't go now. I'm going to go to that. Yes, West Brom. Um, you know the we're, we're now. Um, you know, we're now three points in four games. It's, uh, we, you know, we, like we said last season, we the, the, those those two games were poor perform. Well, actually, both had good second halves, didn't they? Leicester and Bournemouth last mm. season. The Leicester, you know, kind of fight oh, it was refereeing wasn't fight, it? That game, was, yes. referee was absolutely abysmal. Yes, game. the Leicester fight back, such as it was. Yeah felt you know you were not discouraged you were still buoyant from beating mm. Arsenal away and but it but it was the first half was a catastrophe I mean that really mm. was you know head in hands what are we doing Cresswell had a nightmare didn't he and uh, mm. then and, um, Jenkinson in Jenkinson the Bournemouth game just had an extraordinary uh, well Cresswell had a, a couple of bad errors in the Bournemouth game as well didn't he yes laid one on in the first half for him. but I remember posting just after it may have been just just before the Liverpool game did we play did we lose two of our first three last season yeah I think and I remember yes. saying yeah it was Arsenal is, from Leicester, what I've seen Bournemouth, from what I've seen we're going to be absolutely fine yeah and yeah. I remember reposting it a few months yes, later yeah, and saying yeah, yeah I got, told yeah, you yeah. this season don't feel so confident but I think we've got the man in charge to well there's a lot of pressure on isn't there I mean yeah. there, the, 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 there's an added pressure it is only four games into the season um, lest we forget there was like 35 to 40 minutes of really great football mm. and that's you know and you mm. kind of go if they play you know as Pete you, you said earlier if they play for that for 75 minutes of each yeah. game they're going to win a lot of it was games it's on the back right? of not a bad second half against City after no the, that's the right yeah. first half yes, so. yes. But I think the thing was last season Bilic didn't really show himself until that Arsenal game he sort no. of kept himself away from the Europa League he let Julian Dix take control yes. and Kevin Nolan was sent out as the sacrificial yeah, lamb yeah. as the captain wasn't yeah. he and yes. then Billich came in and it like brought a whole wave of enthusiasm for the season mm-hmm. this time round pre-season the friendlies were pretty dire mm-hmm. the Europa League campaign has been was one good game in four perhaps mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, 
and the back end of last season wasn't great when you actually look at those no, last no, few no, games. No, 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 that's right. It's just that it's just been that little extended period but this is Bilic's first period where actually it's not been comfortable for a while it's not yeah. desperate yeah. it's not very comfortable right no, now no. whether he can just get them back on track or no, that's right. or are things going to start sliding and it's, you know, we're going to find that out these next yeah. few weeks yeah new manager shine has well mm. and truly kind of come off now mm. and like even even in his statements you know he was kind of uh, openly pissed off about the Astra result kind yeah. of was going I didn't know we were going to be that bad we were bad mm. I'm annoyed and it was a little bit like that on Saturday, you know. Yeah. We, we're going to lose every game if we play that way. So, um, yeah, he's got to kind of find the kind of positivity. But I mean, I think the ingredients are there. I mean, I, I think those mm, two changes, they, if they happen at the weekend, Ogbonna and Arbaloa, will would make quite a big difference. Don't forget the squads. The squads taken quite a quite a transformation over the summer. Yeah. There's been a lot yeah. of players coming in, and it's gonna. It's almost like you're starting again. Mm. Mm. Um, he's going to have to find the right combinations and and tweak it. Mm. But he better bloody do it quick. Didn't feel like a strong bench, did it? On Saturday, well, we you said know, that at the start before the game yeah. started, we were looking yeah. at the bench thinking last year we were going, oh, we've got song, we've got people from Barcelona. Yes, that's right. there. yeah, yeah. This time round, it was like that doesn't didn't feel like the quality's there. Well, there's a strange a lot of the purchasing in the summer was like uh, sort of you know with with Faguli, yeah. Torre, Antonio. You've sort of got three guys that are very similar. That's their sort of job. There isn't a there isn't a spare kind of number ten. Mm-hmm. Lanzini is the number ten or Pae because um, they sort of did swap. Like Pae seemed to go central for a little while, and mm. Lanzini went to one of the flanks. So, and they seem to do that a lot. But there's only one each of them, you know. Um, so it's not like there's. You know, there's three different guys playing that sort of winger position, and uh, I don't know what these some of these kind of younger guys uh, are like. That that guy we got right at the end of the window, the um, what's his name? Mark. The Swiss guy. Yeah, the Swiss guy. Fernandez. Yeah. yeah, I'm not quite sure what his position is. But oh, he's, I think he's, he's like an another Coyote. I think yeah. he's a box to box, very right. tall, strong, strapping dude. Yeah, yeah. There's the guy who played for the under 23s the other uh, the other night against Coventry. Uh, whose name escapes me? Yes. Who scored a cracking goal? Yeah. Oh yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Are the um, Norwegian uh, Samuel? Um, no, 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 no. He's Kina, Kina, Kina. Oh no. God, Kina! Little, yeah, little yeah. tiny guy. God, loads of guys came on in those early games. That I Martinez. Never heard of. Martinez. Yes, That's Martinez. Yeah, he's right. Spanish, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. <laughs> good guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, what do we think about the West Brom game? Predictions? Well, I, 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 am I optimistic? Well, I am an optimist. I am an optimist. Um, but I think I'd be happy with the draw. Yeah. To, just not another defeat. But well, they I, need a reaction, they don't need, they? They need, they need a reaction. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. And especially, uh, even if Pulis... If, and it might be worse for us if Pulis does go before the weekend because the team without a manager is quite often mm. uh, but really unpredictable. Yeah. Um, uh, we should really be uh, really trying to win this one big mm. time. Um, when we we did them last season, mm. and the can we before. do it again? I don't know. I hope so. It's predicted score. It's predicted score. I think it's more likely to be. I think it'd be goals. I think we there's a lot of goals in all our games because we give them away. Mm. Um, let's say two one to us, mm. but it's two more one. likely to be two all. Two all. Can I two all? Yeah. You're going to take two all. I'm yeah. going to go for two all. I was going to go with two one to us because I feel. 
I feel it's going to be one of those seasons where we we play a bit freer away from home mm. yeah. with with if we play yeah. Payet and Lanzini. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, with that. And um, and I, th- I think we'll win three one. Three one. I'm uh, I'm. He's going to make changes in defence. He's going to keep it tight and we're going to hit him on the break. And West Brom aren't going to score. I think we're going to win 1-0. 1-0. I, one did, I did have 2-2 two, two in mind. Um, but I think after that that performance of the weekend, I just he's going to make changes to the back four. As we say, potentially two changes mm, at, mm. at least. I don't think he'll change the keeper, but he's, he's got the option. Yeah. I just think we'll take it 1-0. 1-0. One, nil. One, nil. I'm going to go 2-3. Uh, West Brom 2, West Ham 3. Yeah. Cagliari to score? Second half? I think it might be Fletcher off the bench in the second half. I hope so. Uh, You know. Um, It was interesting, Mark Webster last week said that that I think there was a thing, you know, in a way with with this playing him at right back and stuff, Slavin, um, with Antonio, still sort of slightly... He Antonio is confusing to Slaven and slightly against everything Slaven stands for because Slaven <laughs> is used to kind of Champions League or international quite technical footballers. So he's had a kind of yeah. inbuilt slight mistrust of uh, of uh, Antonio, which has made him kind of go, "No, I I can see what he does, but it would be great to have you know um, in front of him Paye, yeah. you know Paye Lanzini and maybe Faguli." And then Antonio would be in as well as sort of right back or wing back, but uh, you know that clearly sort of doesn't work. And I think Caleri, in a way, he is like kind of going. He's a, you know, he's a sort of an Argentinian sort of, you know, has been brought up the right way. He's got skills and chops, so he slightly tends to him rather than Fletcher. Whereas I think Fletcher is just more direct and a yeah. little kind of hungrier. And, mm. I'd like to see Fletcher give him more of a chance. Yes, me too. Mm. You me know, too. I think he's he hasn't done anything wrong as far yeah. as I can see. And I think the whole thing with Billich choosing Antonio to play in that position as he didn't fancy Byron and mm. in that position as the starter mm. and I think that's to me in the last few games that's become quite evident yeah. Yeah. I don't think he is your first choice right no. back yet he needs he's definitely one for the future yeah. Yeah. he needs he's, to get he's a game. skillful player but he just he, he seems to be worried about committing himself in the tackle that he'll, he'll yeah. leave himself vulnerable mm, mm. Um, and he backs off an awful lot which you, you, well, times that, when you can't do that for one yeah. of those goals the was it mm. First one. First one. First one. Yeah, he backed off and he was yeah. the hot dog store yeah. down by yeah, yeah. Stratford mm-hmm. Market. Yeah. He was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you should be show, trying to show the attacker the other way. The, the other way, the outside. Know, as much yeah. as you can, but Showing he wasn't. Mm. No, no. Anyway, uh, well, we've had our predictions. Uh, we've talked about the Watford game. I think we might, I think our work here, gentlemen, might be done. <laughs> Uh, my name's uh, Phil Whelans, with me being uh, Jim Munro. Cheers, chaps. Thanks uh, very much. Rob Banks. Thank you. Pete Wall. Thank you very much. Come on, you irons. Oh, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.